Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Drive Home with Dale, Holly, and Keith continues on Sports Radio WEEI. Who knew two days before the uh, NBA draft would suddenly become the silly season, but it seems to have become just that. Let's talk more about the NBA and the Celtics and what might happen with them on Thursday night. Gary Washburn covers the NBA and the Celtics for the Boston Globe. You can follow him on Twitter at G Washburn Globe. Gary, how are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? We're trying to figure out what the hell's going on in the NBA right now. Let's start with a simple one. Does Danny take a player with the third overall pick in the draft Thursday night? Yeah, I think he does. Uh, I think they've decided on a couple of guys they really like. And they felt as if Fultz, one, wouldn't be all that great of a fit in their backcourt, although I'm not sure if I agree with that one. But uh, And they also felt like they can get a guy who's just as good as Fultz and then get a draft pick in return. So I think they've already decided on who they're going to take. So what did you think of the trade when you heard it and you said you don't agree with it? So uh, just, just your thoughts on the whole transaction. You know, I think from what the people I've talked to about Markel Fultz, he's a tremendous player. And I don't know if you just give up on that. And you better be right if you do. So we'll see what happens. Um, and if you get two first-round picks in return, I think, then, okay, that's a good return. But the, this kind of conditional situation in 2019, what will that mean? Who will that be? I think it's just so much of an unknown um you know, when you really think about it, I think if they had gotten both picks in Philadelphia, the Lakers pick and the Kings pick, I think, yeah, that's a King's ransom. But this situation, there's reason for debate. So I wasn't crazy about it. We won't know for a couple of years who, what they end up doing with the pick, how good is the player that they draft uh, third, and how good is Fultz next year when he's playing 35 minutes a game for the Sixers. So the the most recent report about Josh Jackson is that he did not work out for the Celtics today. There's a lot of, you know, reports out there that he could be the third overall pick, whether it's the Celtics taking it or not. Would they take him if they didn't even get a chance to to work him out? Yeah, I think they would. They've seen him enough. There are college scouts out there that they have that, and Danny's seen him live. I mean, they would like to have him in. They'd like to talk to him, um, you know, see what 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 he's like mentally and all his makeup and the fact that Jason Tatum worked out with him yesterday, I think says a lot. And I don't know what Jackson has against going to Boston. Maybe his agent saying, Hey, they've already got Jalen Brown there and they could sign Gordon Hayward. So why would you want to go to Boston? Maybe it's a personal preference in like the city, uh, whatever. That's why he's not working out. But um, I don't think that they would hesitate taking him. But I do think that they would probably, if you have a good workout from Tatum, a good interview from Tatum, they'd probably lean toward Tatum. We're talking to Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe. Is it your opinion that the Knicks are seriously considering trading Kristaps Porzingis? Or is this 
well, we'll see if they offer us the sun, moon, and stars, and then maybe we'll think about it. I think Phil Jackson is open to trading everybody uh, at this point. Obviously, he wants Carmelo out of there. That's that's well known. Porzingis, I don't think, was crazy about how, how last season went down. Um, and they want to run this triangle. I don't think the Knicks really know what their future holds. Um, no one's going to go there as a free agent and lose unless you overpay. They've already paid Joachim Noah $72 million. Uh, Courtney Lee, the former Celtic, they paid him 10 per. I mean, they were just paying guys not to play. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, Noah's over the hill. I mean, you, it's just a, it's, it's, it's a mess there. So I think if you're Phil Jackson, he's trying to move anybody to get some fresh blood in there, draft picks, start anew. I mean, they've got to do something. They're not going to win. They're not going to win in the East. Um, they've got to figure out what to do with Carmelo. Uh, so, yeah, I think if he gets the right offer, Phil trades anybody. Gary, what are your thoughts on Lonzo Ball, and do you think he would be a fit with the Celtics? Um, I think he'd be a fit with any team because he's a, he's a basketball player. He's a facilitator. He's a guy that will get his teammates involved. He's selfless. Uh, he's big and defend. You know, I think a player like that fits in with any team. Um, now, if the Lakers pass on him with the Celtics take him, I think it'd be quite interesting. And I don't think his father has anything to do with this decision. I think people, I think, are overblowing his, the impact of his father on his draft status. Uh, but I do think he's an intriguing player. I think he's going to be a very, very good player. Will he be as good as false? We'll see. But I think Lonzo Ball is a, a heck of a player. Well, you think, uh, based on the conversations you've had with people, they're telling you uh, across the board that Fultz is the best player in this draft? Or have you heard another name? Because we've, we've heard uh, an anonymous GM told, I think, Chad Ford, that Danny thinks Josh Jackson is the best. Anybody else uh, confirm that with you? You know, some people say like Jackson a lot. I mean, they're, they're comparing him to a Paul George type, a Kawhi Leonard. Um, yeah, I, I think he's good, uh, but the people I talked to said Fultz is head and shoulders above the rest. Now, you know, it's all a matter of opinion, and Danny knows more about basketball than I've forgotten, so I, you, know, you can trust his opinion. Uh, and if they like Josh Jackson that much, I, I mean, they should take him, but I think it's interesting he decided not to work out with him. Uh, and do you need another he, – he, he's a very good defender, but he's offensively challenged. Do you need someone like that on your team, or do you need someone who can score and put the ball in the basket? Guys, we saw from the finals, you got to score the basketball. you got to score. I mean, the Warriors, you got to score 120 points to win a game in the finals. Um, you're not holding the Warriors to 90. You're not holding the Cavaliers to 90. The Celtics had this great defense and Cleveland shredded So you need the guys who can score. Why do I have this sick feeling that they screwed this trade up? <laughs> you know? No, no, no. And the more I hear you talk, I heard Maddox talk last night, the more I think about it, I think they may have screwed this up. You get that feeling too? <laughs> I, I, I just think sometimes you get bored and you do stuff just to do stuff. And great, you get another pick. But if you trade the number one pick, how excited can your fan base get if I get another pick? I mean, if you trade the, the best one on the board, if you had your choice of any amateur player in the world and you pass that opportunity up, then what does that say about the value of draft picks? So we'll see how these draft picks are valued, see what happens to them. Will they turn into a real player, a superstar player? Will they find you know, the next great Celtic you know, superstar from the draft? 
you know, we're going to have to see because right now, I mean, you've got Jalen Brown, you've got some other young guys, but you don't have that guy who you say to yourself, that guy's going to be a superstar, and that's what they need. If hypothetically Gordon Hayward and Blake Griffin both would both would play for the Celtics, both would sign with the Celtics, which one would be better for the team? I would say Griffin because, one, he can play a little bit of the five. Him and Horford, I think, would mix well together. Griffin gives this team a toughness. Um, he can get to the free throw line. He can shoot from the perimeter. I think he gives them a skills that they don't have and a toughness they really uh, don't have. I would take Griffin, although you're hoping he plays 65 to 70 games. That's the only drawback with Blake Griffin is health. He has, you know, he's had tons of leg injuries. That's not good. He's not aging well. So you know that if you get him, you might have, it might be 60 or 65 games. There could be some abbreviated seasons. Uh, but this is the time he's in his prime, and I, I think he was a guy I would, I would take. Do you get the sense, watching from afar as we are, that the Cleveland Cavaliers may be thinking about blowing this whole thing up because they know they've got no chance against the Golden State Warriors? Yeah, you know, Bill, it's um, it's a tough situation. I mean, they thought they geared up for a long final. I mean, we saw them against the Celtics. They looked like a world beater. And then, the, the you know, the Golden State Warriors pretty much um, slapped them around and essentially I mean, took game three from them. And if not hit, so then hitting 24 threes a game four, it would have been a sweep. So I think they have to look at their roster, which is old, which has had some serious flaws, and figure out, okay, how do we maximize this soon? Because LeBron, on the short-term contract, um, more murmurs that he wants to finish his career in the West Coast. What do you do with him? What do you? How do you build a team around him and Kyrie and Tristan Thompson? You've got to do something, and they got to do it fast. But now with the new general manager, they have no first-round picks, no young players to offer to, to entice to get a Paul George. So it had to be a three-team deal. So they're they're kind of messed up because they geared for the finals. They geared, they made the finals, but they fell so much short that you you got to make major changes. Usually, teams that reach the finals don't make major changes unless it's Golden State and you sign Kevin Durant, but that usually doesn't happen. But this team, you feel like you need to be right. It needs major changes, and it might be time to pull the plug. Where do you think Paul George is playing next year? I think it's Los Angeles. I don't think any team takes the risk of him leaving. He wants to go home. and it, 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 I think it was fair for him to tell Indiana, listen, I'm not going to be fine here. Uh, we just don't have the future of winning, and, and I want to play in the West Coast. But I, I do think, you know, and the Lakers have to make a move. I mean, they've got all these young guys. They've got draft picks. They've got guys available to trade. If you're Magic Johnson, you want a transcendent spot that takes place with Kobe Bryant, you make the deal and you get him in, you re-sign him, and he becomes the next great Laker. And then you use him to try to attract other guys, Westbrook and others who might be free in some coming years, to go to L.A. and try to make the Lakers competitive again. Gary, we appreciate the time. I have a feeling it's going to be a hectic few days for you here. Oh, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. Thanks. That is uh, Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe, talking NBA and talking Celtics. Um, Actually, he thinks Paul George is going to the Lakers. Now, will it be for the second overall pick? That's the thing. If they get him for something else, then you can sort of understand it, I guess. But if they trade the number two pick, that's just insane. This could be a great part of Danny's story. They win a championship in 
You're already souring on this trade. Though. I was going to say, but it, it, it's going to be a great part of his story. They win a championship in two or three years, and he can say, he can legitimately take the mic and say, nobody, nobody agreed with me. Everybody thought I was crazy. But look, we took Jason Tatum, Josh Jackson. We took this guy, and look, he's a finals MVP right now. Come up, Josh, come, come up on here. up here. Come on up here. You say everybody uh, disagreed with him? That's not true. How many calls have oh, we taken that true. Danny can do that's whatever he true. wants? That's true. Um, he he may be the only guy. Is he the only guy in the league who thinks that Fultz isn't the best player? Can't find another person yet that has no, said it's that. slight though. But it's got to be slight because if if, if Danny Ainge had been making phone calls, presumably he's making phone calls about hey the number one pick is available, and if people think this guy is head and shoulders above everybody else, wouldn't you say, well, wait a minute, let me get in there, let me give you an offer? But maybe they don't have as much to give up. And the number three pick, number like, three at least pick. you're in the yeah, area. You, drop, you go from one to three. Yeah, you're in the it's area. not like you went from one to 15. No, no. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Uh, we heard earlier in the day from John Farrell, Pablo Sandoval goes to the DL. You might not have heard why. We'll tell you about that in a few minutes. And we'll, a- we'll answer and ask the same question. Are you ever going to see him in a Red Sox uniform again? Dale and Holly with Keith, 617-779-7937 here on Sports Radio WEEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.